Hey, what it do, everybody? This is the Goodest Let's Podcast, and I'm here uh, chilling, goddammit, uh, bumping a little bit of music, just uh, scrolling through the internet, scouring through some old Patrice O'Neal things. I uh, just got my uh, new AC unit. It's a, a portable one, a personal one, one that you uh, put up in the window, and um, it just uh, sucks air out from outside and just kind of cools it down and just puts it in the room. I like it. It's cooled my little space off pretty nicely. Uh, it's made my, my little area tighter than it already is. I got it sitting over there next to my keyboard. Like trying to move everything in a place that it's supposed to be Tetris style and trying to make it feng shui is kind of difficult. And one thing I'm damn sure ain't good at, but um, at least I'm, I'm happy that I got it now that it's finally cooled off. Uh, there's a lot of things going on in the world today. A lot of interesting things. Uh, it seems like everybody just forgot about COVID. So that's interesting. Um, turns out there are more cases than they thought, and it's not as bad as they thought. Uh, yeah, people did die. There's no disrespect to those who have lost loved ones. I did, you know. Uh, but uh, one thing I want to talk about, I was listening to my um, my uh, very close and near and dear friends uh, podcast called The Spoken, and uh, they had a guest on to uh, discuss the who's better debate pretty much uh, Jordan and LeBron. And uh, it was pretty much just a, an ass beating the entire time. Cause Lance and Trevor just had the guy on the ropes the whole time. And the only thing I don't understand when it comes to debate is why is it that people only talk about the intangibles when it comes from Jordan? You know what I mean? It's either the, the six championships or he was just a winner or he just had the attitude, his mentality, and this is that. It's all intangibles. And my only thing is, what's on the paper? When it comes to better, but who's a better basketball player? What's on the paper? What's documented stat-wise? Okay? And that's going to determine who's better. Because LeBron is going to be going to last longer in the long run. You know what I mean? And I don't understand why Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is never in the debate. You know? So, uh, I really did enjoy the, uh, the docuseries. I'm probably going to watch it start over again tonight. And um, a lot of people are upset uh, as to how they were portrayed and some things weren't really as true as they said it was going to be, you know, like a lot of things with Isaiah Thomas, even though Isaiah Thomas was kind of a curmudgeon, you know, and I think he did a lot of things to keep himself out of the uh, dream team. Uh, but what what else? Uh, Jordan had... You know, like I really wanted them to talk about his divorce, and I thought that they were going to talk about those things, but it was clear that Jordan wouldn't, really wasn't having that. So, kind of disappointing on that one as to why they got divorced, what transpired in between then, why she got such a huge settlement, you know, things of that nature. Scotty Pippen was fucking pissed, you know. As I take a sip of my drink that I'm sure somebody spit in. Um, yeah, Scott, Scotty really didn't like the way that he was portrayed. You know what I mean? And you can tell that like it was only to make Jordan still look good. Even though in the beginning they were like, at the end of this documentary, you're not gonna like docuseries, you're not gonna like me, you know. Which is a bunch of bullshit, you know what I mean? Because it's just people reminiscing of a time. You know what I mean? Because it was all the way up until that point, there was nothing like it to come in sports. You know what I mean? So I feel like that's why people look at it uh with such um I don't know. They, they look at it like it's a yellowed photo. You know what I mean? With just warm admiration of a time past, you know, and those are very big shoes to fill. And I think people do the comparison unfairly, you know, 
and like to say that the older players are better than the ones today, like the NBA has gotten way more concentrated, especially when it comes to talent. Like, let's just keep it hundred percent. Like what the fuck? Like if, if Russell Westbrook, if a 20, 2013 Russell Westbrook was uh, in the magic and bird era, they, they wouldn't be able to catch him. Like, they, like he was, a, he's a physical specimen. You know what I mean? You know, like given, like I respect Larry Bird for playing through the pain that he played through and things of that nature. And he was a tough son of a bitch. Don't get me wrong. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, physicality did increase. You know, I mean, not just in physicality as a to we're just going to push you around or we're just going to elbow people and things of that nature. No, like people got bigger, faster and stronger. That's just that's just what it is. And people, um, I don't know, uh, people are biased, especially when they came from the time. They're like, oh, well, you didn't watch it. And Trevor said this genius shit on that on that episode. He said, did the film change? And I was like, that's a motherfucking bar right there because it didn't. And I was, well, I've been watching this shit too. I've been watching the playoff games. I got ESPN Plus. I can watch this shit now when I'm bored. You know what I mean? Like, yes, we've seen it. They're like, no, you just had to be there at the time. I was like, bro, you were you were behind the television because nobody could get tickets to see the fucking Bulls. Fucking tickets are so goddamn expensive. Let's take a sip. And um, so that that's that's just my my whole not understanding the whole who's better argument. You know what I mean? It was a, a real tearjerker when Kobe came on, you know, and Kobe kept it a hundred. And he was like, if it wasn't, if it's no Jordan, there's no Kobe. You know what I'm saying? Cause he just copied his game and come to find out that they talked a lot on the phone and things of that nature. And man, that was, that was really sad. If that one don't hit you in the chest, I don't know what will, you know, uh, I'm surprised they didn't have LeBron in the documentary. Uh, I don't know if Jordan didn't want him to be interviewed or if LeBron didn't want to be interviewed. But I would love to see, you know, or talk or see them. You know what I mean? Uh, what else? There was a lot of what was another interesting thing they were talking about. All oh, the the pizza thing, which is so fucking weird. He ate a pizza and then got the flu and all this, this and that, and started up scoring forties and or like over forty or some shit like that. Or did he score thirty eight? I don't remember. But at any rate, it was still it was still fun. It was basically like. Um, Desperate Housewives basketball edition for guys, you know what I mean. And I don't really understand why why women weren't more interested in it because all the drama, you know what I mean. So, still from the docu series, I've realized that um, Dennis Rodman is my favorite basketball player. Dude's an absolute anomaly. He was a fucking rookie at the age of twenty six. Didn't even pick up a basketball regularly till he was like until he was like twenty one. You know what I mean? Like this doesn't even make sense. Like he like like if he had the same start as anybody else, he would be the greatest rebounder defender ever, and it would be it wouldn't be an argument. And I think the reason why Jordan liked Rodman so much is because of his uh, work ethic. Work ethic. He uh, he did say that he needed a mental health break. Yeah, but Rod. I mean, uh, yeah, Rodman was always in the gym. He was always in the gym. He was always breaking a sweat. You know what I'm saying? And he was going to leave it all on the floor. And I feel like that's why Jordan really respected him too. He always left it on the floor. And Jordan said, Pippen will pick you up 55 feet or some shit like that. He'll defend you the whole way until you inbound the ball. And I thought that was pretty dope. So uh, a lot of uh, disturbing things in the news and saddening things in the news. Uh, Hilariously, Doja Cat, I spoke on it last week. 
excuse me, Doja Cat, she, uh, her, she, she issued an apology. Turns out that her label's PR team actually wrote it. And what gave her up is when she went live and incoherently tried to explain and defend her position of what she was doing. Just saying a whole lot of nonsense, nothing that was really clear. So, uh, I think that she's still going to have fans because a lot of people don't give a fuck about, you know, what she did to a particular audience of hers that actually propelled her to stardom, I think. So I think she I think she'll be fine if she just leans into the pop side, which she which she's probably gonna do. So she's gonna lean into those fans and then just not ever talk about it ever again. She'll just be fine. So it turns out the cops still don't know their place. They've uh, forgotten that they are civil servants. They uh, they don't really like the the protect and serve mantra. Isn't is is it false? You know what I mean. And you know, I have I have a friend who's a cop, and he was talking about some of the people who were coming through the academy with him, and they were a lot of really small, frail guys who were had confidence issues you know, um, and looking for something to boost their self-esteem. You know what I mean? And it's usually those people who take it to the next level uh, and harm people. You know what I mean? Uh, they shoot first and ask questions later. Um, I think her name was Brianna Taylor. She was a paramedic and the police had the wrong home, kick the door in, and shot her, and her boyfriend ended up shooting back. Thank God that his uh, charges were dropped. Um, and, you know, with the whole riot, rioting thing, actually, oh, hold on, excuse me. Uh, let me get back to the uh, particular police officer, George, who uh, killed George Floyd. He uh, did get arrested. He's now, I guess he's in custody. But see, I mean, the thing with that is you have to remember that the things have to go to trial. And a lot of things are really going to get thrown out due to the judge's discretion, right? I don't think they're, they're going to try to turn in any other way. They're probably going to try to say he had drugs in his system. They're, they're going to say that he was resisting in some way. But, I mean, there there isn't a reason for somebody to have a knee in someone's neck. That's just absolutely preposterous. There was a mayor in Mississippi, a big, fat, mucinex monster bill motherfucker who was, who was saying it was all right. I mean... And what do you expect from uh, a mayor from Mississippi? You know what I mean? So, uh, but, but the police forget that they're supposed to actually help. You know, I don't know why uh, black people are treated differently when it comes to the police. They shoot first. But, you know, when, you have, when they have school shooters, they t- always take them alive. You know what I mean? I was like, well, so where's, where's your fear level? You know, you you guys come out in full riot gear or you have all these fucking plates on, you got all these guns and you, you, well, you have these guns in your hip, you got these tasers, you got this mace, you got this baton, but you're scared of a guy that doesn't have anything on him and you shoot him. So what, what do you, what, what scares you so much? You know, and I feel that actually is what needs to be uh, examined is why, why police officers have such a higher fear of black men. You know, like like what what is it about black men as opposed to white men with guns, you know, and unfortunately, the topic is so polarizing. It puts people 
it, it and it pits people against each other. You know what I mean? Because these things happen. These things happen, and then you say we're going to peacefully protest. And when you're peacefully protesting, they don't want you there. Colin Kaepernick is going to take a knee to, you know, symbolize or uh, to bring awareness to police brutality. They say, no, I don't want that either. And then you're right. And they say, I don't want that either. So is it that you don't want them to talk ever? You know what I mean? You just, you're just absolutely fine taking a blind eye to something that's not supposed to happen in our country. Well, we're all supposed to be countrymen. You know what I mean? So are people looking at are people looking at black folks through a different lens? That that's really what I want to know. Because a team will win a championship, not the Kansas City Chiefs, but like for instance, Boston, Philadelphia, Chicago, Denver, Florida, uh, let's say to say the Jayhawks fans. You know, they'll they'll win a championship. They'll flip cars. They'll fucking push down light poles. You know, they'll do all these things, and then nobody has anything to say. You know what I mean? Why why aren't they thugs? You know. And another thing that that uh, or well, another point that people try to make is they say, why are you destroying your community? Why are you destroying your community? But people forget that we were in a pandemic. We were in lockdown. People have lost their jobs. People have been furloughed. People have been laid off. Small businesses have closed. The only ones that have stayed around are the giant corporations. And black people don't own any of those things. So you have a bunch of people who don't have jobs, don't have any money coming in. And they're like, well, why are you still in electronics? That seems like criminal behavior. Because you take the electronics because you could turn around and sell them so you can get food later. It's not smart to just go in there and just get food because you can't carry as much as you actually need for everybody in the home. So you're being intellectually dishonest. You're being intellectually dishonest and you don't and you're so set in your ways, but you're using these talking points because you don't have another one to stand on. So intellectual dishonesty is what this really is, that they don't want you to say speak about it. They don't want you to say anything. You know, and they have insurance. Target has insurance. What the fuck do you think that they're going to do? They're going to get another store. And guess what? It's going to act like nothing ever happened. And I don't know what the lady in the wheelchair thought she was going to do. Protecting a target. Like, if she got killed right there, the target isn't going to send her family a fucking a thank you package or a, a get well soon pack, a card or whatever the fuck. Bitch thought she was Professor X out there. Like, that was this shit was absolutely insane. It's like, why why do people protect these giant corporations that aren't giving them anything? That doesn't make any sense. So the only thing that I think that it is, is that they're using these things as as weak, weak excuses to just say, I don't want you to be alive. I don't want you to complain. I just want you to slowly die so I don't even have to think or worry about you. So why is that? That's what needs to be examined. What are the other fucking talking points that I had? Yeah, the um, the good pol- the good cop bad cop thing, right? So people say, "Oh, well, there's good cops," but see, are there really? Because there's this thing that's we know now. It's called the blue line, and if you cross that blue line, you'll be fired. Your family will be threatened, and you know what I mean. So you're forced to stay in line. That sounds like gang behavior. You're supposed to serve the community above yourself. 
And when you take a job like this, it's what comes with the territory. You may have a family at home. If you wanted a family, you probably shouldn't have been a cop. And if you do, if you still want to have a family and be a cop, you're rolling those dice and that's on you. You chose to do that. Don't look to the left and look to the right. You chose to do that. You need to take your decisions on the chin. Just like everybody should with with anything that they decide to do. Now, given there are variables, there are very few and far in between. You know, you hear these lovey-dovey, heartwarming stories about some cop helping some kid or some cop shooting baskets uh, in, in the park or some shit like that. Okay. And maybe they, they didn't do anything wrong. You know? Now, me personally, I feel like there should be even steeper prerequisites to being a cop. Like, like they have midgets who are cops. Like, you shouldn't be able to be an actual dwarf and be a cop. You know what I mean? That's absolutely preposterous. It's asinine. Like, you, you, there should be either a height requirement or you have to have a black belt in, in jiu-jitsu. Like, like that, that should be it. Like, if, if you don't hit the height requirement, you need to have a black belt in jiu-jitsu. You know what I mean? Like, like you at least need to be 5'6". Have your black belt, and if you're over 6 feet, you need to be working on your black belt. You know what I'm saying? Because you need to have something physically in your arsenal so that you know that you can handle a situation without having to pull your weapon. Because the weapon is supposed to be the last line. And when you have someone down, you're supposed to administer aid. So you have too many motherfuckers who are in this position who are pussy. They are pussy. And they just go for the gun first. And so that's what that that's really where I feel that the 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 disconnect is, right? You know, uh, I see a lot of uh, disturbing things, like um, like I I follow like some of the people who like like for instance that Doja Cat was was talking to, you know, like you just all you have to do is just go in and look at their message boards, you know, just see what they're uh, see what they're posting and uh, alarming shit. It's 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 usually alarming shit. Uh, 4chan is a good place to to hang out to see those kinds of things. Um, Tiny Chat is a good one. But one one thing that I've noticed is that when you actually see what these guys look like, they're very very frail human men. They're not they're they're not you know good looking, not um, tall, not a a physical specimen in, in any in any sense of the word. You know what I mean? They're uh, just weak motherfuckers. You know what I mean? So they're uh, creating a rift. And these are the people who end up uh, becoming school shooters who get radicalized. Like there was a a guy who uh, got arrested for terrorism who went to a massage parlor and started stabbing some of the women that were there because like apparently it was a rub and tug place. And uh, he got a little upset because women weren't basically throwing him pussy. And you know what I mean? And that's the thing that I don't understand with the insult thing is that nobody, you don't, nobody, no man deserves pussy. You have to work for it in, in any sense of like in, in any way. You know what I mean? You have to work, work on who you are in your personality, who you are as a man and actually what you do for the community. You know what I mean? What, or what you're bringing to the table job wise. Like, like you have to work on those things. You have to work on yourself in order to get a woman because that's what attracts women. And I don't understand how the fuck 
that just went over people's heads. It's just like, oh, like no, they just think that they just deserve it just because. Like the government's supposed to give them a girlfriend. You know what I mean? Oh, just super disappointing. You know what I mean? And um, and I would implore you to keep an eye out on the people who are uh, guests in the culture who take part in the shoes, the music, the style, the swag, the drip, if you will. And uh, don't 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 speak about this or don't say anything. You know what I mean? They just uh, look past it and they're like, oh, well, just tell me what's cool next so I can put it on. You know what I mean? So I can be in style. Keep an eye on those motherfuckers. Because those people are fucking dangerous too. Because those people don't have you back but only want you for what you can create. And it's, given it's not everybody. Like I said, it's not everybody. But those motherfuckers are there. And they're just lurking in the shadows. Just quiet. Quiet as kept. Right? And uh, if you ask them to share something to spread awareness, they're like, oh, well, I have to look at the facts and... I need to see more evidence, and I mean, I don't understand why he couldn't breathe. It's not like he had a full fucking knee with a fucking with all with the police's weight in his neck, a cop's weight weight all the way directly in his goddamn spine. The fuck, you know what I mean? Philando Castile, a cop shot in the car with a baby in it. He's shot in the car, absolutely unprompted. How do you shoot in a car with a child in it? You can see the car seat in the video cam. And the only thing that, another thing that flabbergasts me is that people make excuses for this, like left and right. They'll say, like I said, oh, you're destroying your community. You're breaking your things. No, they're not. It's not their things. Like I said, people don't have jobs. Small businesses have closed. And all these people are are speaking from a safe place. They they've been doing fine during this quarantine, but they can't absolutely imagine that. Like they can't even imagine or entertain the thought that somebody else could be out there hungry. Given it's relative, because there are people in other countries who are doing horrendously bad, but in our country we we are of a higher standard, so we should carry ourselves as such. <clears throat> So, and um, with the whole like in uh, Michigan when they uh, marched with rifles, like they're they're fine with that protest. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm I'm fine with that too, but I'm also fine with the other protest. You know what I mean? It's like like why are you against the establishment this way, but you're not against the establishment here? You're just being intellectually dishonest because you don't like niggas and you don't want them to to speak. That's that's the fact of the matter. You're you're being irrational, not not irrational. You're um, you're just not not telling the truth. It's only when it's convenient for you. And I saw there were these uh, gunmen, I'll call them, uh, who were protecting this gas station with their rifles because they thought the the rioters were going to come over there, and it wasn't like all the rioters aren't aren't just black people. They think only black people are in Minnesota or Minneapolis, whatever the fuck. Yeah, Minneapolis. There was more, there's everybody who's participating in that shit because people are tired of their horse shit. It's like, how, 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 how can you protect 
an establishment that doesn't give a shit about you. That's the only thing that I have to say. I'll, I'll probably have more on it next week, but other than that, it's just been it's just been a really sad week. You know, I was just like when I just saw that, like I I can't even watch the video of the cop just fucking kneeing him straight in the goddamn neck. I I just I just couldn't watch it. I just goddamn couldn't. I just I don't understand how anyone else could watch that shit. I I, I can't watch anybody getting shot by the police. You know what I mean? Like, I've gotten way softer. Like, I, I used to watch videos of people getting their heads cut off and getting shot. I just can't do it anymore. I don't, I don't know what switched. I don't know if it's just maybe I just grew humanity out of nowhere. I, I don't fucking know. But there's going to be more and more cases like this, unfortunately. Um, some of the black celebrities have come out with their biscuits and started shucking and jiving. Um uh, pushing the all lives matter thing. And then nobody said, nobody said that other people's lives didn't matter. I just want that to be clear. It was just a gutter, a gutter, like a gut reaction to black lives matter. And it came from a, a negative place. So with that being said, this has been the gutter sluts podcast. Uh, next week, we'll actually have some questions. We'll have um, the advice corner. Sorry, I didn't get to the, get to it this week. And uh, we'll have more lighthearted stuff. And with that, peace. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah. They were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah. They were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.